Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Soul Food Priest podcast of Father Ben. It is great to have everybody here with us. Thank you for joining us. And I'm here with Kira Roddy and Sylvia Vega. How are you guys doing? We're good. How are yeah, you? I'm good. I'm good. So you guys <laughs> got well. some goodies here. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. we yeah. do. Mm-hmm. This is Very amazing. delicious mm-hmm. goodies. Mm-hmm. Please tell everybody what you brought okay, us today. Okay, so um, puff pastry is one of my best friends. You can do so many mm-hmm. things with it, both savory and sweet. Mm-hmm. By savory, what am I talking about? The salty... Uh, not sweet. Okay, help me out. Yeah, not sweet. <laughs> not sweet. Very good. Yeah. Very good. So this is. Uh, these are pumpkin pastries that have mm. streusel inside of them, mm-hmm. and we'll post a picture in case anybody wants to check it out. Yeah. And um, but in the French, they call it a chassoun. Chassoun is uh, kind of a French puff pastry breakfast uh, item. They call viennoiserie a morning pastry. Mm-hmm. Um, but this actually, I've replaced the apple that would normally go in a chassoon with pumpkin and here we go i'm gonna take a bite mm-hmm. <laughs> keep going and then i'll pull them Is i'm not good? gonna take a bite mm-hmm. yet. yeah now i'm gonna wait till you take a bite then ask you to sing like yeah then you're gonna call me yeah out no, of course yeah totally that's what we're gonna do learn that yeah it's good they for indigestion so then we also have an apple turnover which has what's called frangipan and or almond paste along with streusel in there mm. and it's coated with mm. apricot glaze to make it kind of yeah, shiny let's see, let's see does that get a crunch shiny right like a shiny bin from elf let's see <laughs> okay mm. they're eating it now mm-hmm. i wish that everybody could mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. their chipmunk cheeks mm-hmm. uh, akira you have food all over your mouth i do mm-hmm. i do and yeah. i'm licking my fingers too <laughs> like okay so i gotta oh say they're both delicious I'm amazed over how much you see sugar and glaze, yet it's not overpowering. Right. Mm-hmm. Very mm. delicious. Yeah. Well, good. Yes. Good. Mm. I am. Uh, Do you approve? Mm-hmm. I don't know which uh, is as my I lick favorite. my fingers again. Okay. You said maybe pumpkin? I like the pumpkin because I'm getting to where I don't, I mean, the apple is, is great and it's not too, too sweet. Yeah. But I can, I still like the. Yeah. The other yeah it's so like, so good and to me it's like the perfect blend well good mm-hmm. good yeah this is uh, speaking mm-hmm. of sweet foods um have you guys ever heard of haggis yes i've heard it what is it? haggis is uh it's like um it's a mix it's like almost like this like kind of mixed thing that they they do in scotland it's mm-hmm. sheep's heart lungs and liver and they they mix it all together and they chop it up and they eat this stuff and um, so I was researching weird, weird foods. So they eat haggis in Scotland. Uh-huh. Do you know in Japan they eat tuna eyeballs? Why? Tuna eyeball? Oh, wait. Mundo eats, eats them on like other type of fish and they fry it and they eat the eyeball. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. And then in, in Japan and then Cambodia, they eat deep fried uh, tarantulas. Do they put them on a little stick? Yeah. I've seen it. I mean, I don't know if I could do that, man. Mm-mm. I don't Only know if, I could. if it was like life or death. Yeah. I would, I'd have to be survival. Yeah. Like, I would like taste like the leg, but I don't think I could mm. eat the body. I, I, mm. I, I don't mean, think I could taste it, but if I had to. I don't know. I mean, Jesus said, be not afraid, but I don't know if he was talking about that. I mean, I <laughs> I don't know. You know, and, and you probably have heard me talk about in the Philippines, they then they eat what's called balut. B-A-L-U-T. I haven't. Balut. 
and so if you're not familiar with balut, it's a uh, it's a it's a duck egg that's mm-hmm. that's fermented. Uh-huh. It's like it's cooked. like it looks black. It right? looks black. Mm-hmm. I've seen. And them. I actually like balut. Um, but um, <laughs> sorry, it, that just came out. <laughs> oh man, it's it's kind of it, like when you look at it, it's the last thing you think that any human being could put in your mouth. So what is being fermented? <laughs> what's the taste? Well, it's believe it or not, it, for me, it was kind of salty. Uh-huh. It was kind of salty, and so like it. But I mention all this because. <laughs> this I, you note that I did not give this stuff to you guys Thank this you. morning. Thank okay. you. Well, and I'm sitting here going, okay, we got these beautiful yeah. pastries, and now I'm like, okay, now I have no more appetite. <laughs> so maybe that was a good thing. I don't know, but I was also going to say mm. too, soul food priest might be going visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you could have seen my face, I just went silent because I was giving him some really crazy looks, which I might see in the near yeah. future. Well, next time I'm going to bring you haggis. I... I'm going to Scotland next year. I'm totally going to try it too. Bring some weird stuff yeah. for us to try. I will. I don't, like, look, I will. I'll just be honest Speak and say, hey, I don't like it. And I'll probably, you know, I'll be honest, but yeah. I would, I would try it. Yeah. I'd like to try some weird stuff. stuff. I'm I did bring you some crickets. I did two crickets. I've you already did? done that one. Okay, you've done yes, that one. I've okay. done it. Check. What about worms? Like tequila worms? Oh. I would do. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that. And then Why? they eat larvae. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, okay. yeah, because that. they eat uh, tacos de chapulinas. Oh, yes. And yeah. the, what are the other ones called? Um, they're like red little worms and they chop them up. They deep fry, stir fry them, chop them up and make salsa on a on a mortar thing. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. What is, I don't know. I don't remember what they're called, but. I mean, they don't really taste like a lot. It no, gives they like don't. a little extra kick. Yeah. But yeah, your that, face. Yeah, I'm giving the look. Tiene again. bastante mm-hmm. proteína. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a lot of protein. Yeah. 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 I'm sure. So this is maybe a good segue mm-hmm. into Lent, mm-hmm. because yeah. in Lent we have to do penance. So maybe for your Lenten uh, fast this year, mm-hmm. you could just say, you know what. Mm-hmm. And just tell your whole family, you know what, guys, we're going to eat haggis and tuna ball, tuna eyeballs. And worms. Okay. And, and, and worms. And just see what they say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Munda would be like, yeah. Yeah. And the kids would be like, oh, no, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah. yeah no. We're leaving. Mm-hmm. I didn't so sign up for this. <laughs> when you guys, when you, uh, how does this work for you? When you kind of go in the Lenten season, do you, how does this work? Do you like give up something or do you actually do... Uh, more penance or what they call mortification do you actually do more service to other people or this combination therein mm-hmm. I think for me it's a little like a combination of both I always I always do um, you know oh what am I going to give up this year mm-hmm. and then it'll be either uh, sweets because I'm a big sweet like I'm talking about candy 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 mm-hmm. Uh, chocolates, um, Starburst, things like that. And I always do something that I wasn't doing before. And I only started doing that because Munda only does. I'm going to start doing something that right. I wasn't doing before. So I feel kind of guilty that he's actually doing something good and I'm not. So I, th- I think I do a little combination of both for me. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I do a combination. I I have had times where I haven't given up food, something mm-hmm. where you eat it. And it just... I don't know. I felt like I was cheating, even though I gave up something else, <laughs> yeah. you know, that was major. Uh-huh. I still felt like I was cheating. So I guess it's just been ingrained in mm-hmm. me that you give up food, you give up something that you would eat. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I also make sure that it is it is a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, and then I do plan to do something extra. Mm hmm 
more either more time in prayer or maybe even give up something like complaining Mm -hmm. saying something negative that's great you know fasting from something like that too yeah that's good so uh, have you guys ever given up cussing I don't know if that's even possible. And I'm sorry I, for you listeners. Like, I'm Mexican. Yeah. We do this in Spanish. <laughs> it's more passionate. They're not terrible, terrible words, but they're not uh, good, yeah. good words. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I have, have you ever heard a Spanish person cuss? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So passionate. No, I worked mm-hmm. in kitchens with Hispanics. Yes, trust sorry, me. Sorry, listeners. Yeah, yeah. Angel Sylvia. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, I... It's, Have you? Uh, oh my gosh! You know it's like that scene on uh, that movie, The Christmas Story. He said his father works in profanity, like other artists work in other mediums. He yes. said that was his father's medium, is profanity. Yeah. Yeah. So giving up profanity for me for Lent is a little bit like uh, holding my breath. But I, mm-hmm. I, with God, all things are possible. I guess. So I'll I just try to replace that. it. You know, the uh, I told you guys about my friend who's a priest, and he came up with this thing called the penance wheel. I love this mm-hmm. idea. So yes. it's 40 different penances. So you spin it like the Wheel of Fortune every day. Uh-huh. That's so cool. And that way you don't forget what you gave up. I love that. And oh, so, that's awesome. And it, it's brilliant. I mean, I told him, I was like, dude, you need to totally market this. Yes. He I mean, that on say, Amazon. Yeah. So I, I need one of those. And mm-hmm. that would get, that would have the kids excited about doing penance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If there's such a thing of excitement and penance. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, I mean, seriously, when can you imagine Jesus in the desert for 40 <laughs> days and he's like with the penance wheel? <laughs> And he's like, and one of them was like, call your mother. (laughs) (laughs) How can we make penance fun? Yeah, yeah. He's like trying to make smoke signals. Maybe that's where the smoke signals and electing a pope came from. I don't know. Probably. But, you know, it is pretty amazing. So Jesus, the prophet Elijah, and Moses all spent 40 days in the desert Mm -hmm. praying. And that's one of the reasons why, of course, in the transfiguration, Elijah and Moses appear to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And of course it echoes the 40 years in the desert that the, the, that they, they were looking for the promised land, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's, it's really, uh, I mean, it's amazing to think about this. Of course, they were, this Lent itself dates all the way back to the first century Christians, mm-hmm. but by well into the third century, Lent was an established pattern mm-hmm. in the Catholic Church. Now, what's interesting, I think, is if you we look at most other uh, non-Catholic denominations, yeah. they're called non-doms, um, most of them have some type of Lenten penance. And it's right. funny, a lot of them actually do ashes and have finch, fish fries, <laughs> you know, so... Fast food places do. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, it's, it is pretty amazing to think about. Yeah. And... Um, but this really, of course, I don't mean this in any prideful way. It's just true. All of this started with the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. and um, and and so it's it's really very powerful to think about that we need this type of humility. You know, when they t- they throw out this word word that that Catholics use a lot, but a lot of Catholics actually don't know what in the world it means. Mm-hmm. The word mortify mm-hmm. to mortify the flesh. Um, yeah. Kira, you're the director of adult faith formation. Can you unpack this a bit? As you're biting into the pumpkin. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Thanks. You just threw me over. (laughs) Which I'm horrible at definition. Because I have my thoughts on this, and you can kind of, you're far more educated than me on this stuff. 
Well, I think you said it, it's the more it's it's the more cleansing the flesh, not being held captive by the things of the flesh, like Saint Paul said, mm-hmm. uh, but making sure that we can be detached from those mm-hmm. various unhealthy passions or desires that we might have and making sure that and and if that means that there is some type of mortification we we need to we need to give up something or we need to do something extra so as to remind us how to detach from the unhealthy things or make sure we don't have those yeah. unhealthy attachments then then that's what it that's the goal and the mm-hmm. purpose of it yeah that makes sense i mean i think <clears throat> i would add um and that's well said i would add as a caveat to that mm-hmm. i do think that um you know it's worth kind of pointing out and that if we look at catholic scriptural commentators mm-hmm. and non-catholic scri- scriptural commentators mm-hmm. such as say kastenberger mm-hmm. um they like uh, it Boltmann for instance they would have they would say that they they get into very very heated discussions mm-hmm. on what St Paul and his understanding of the word flesh yeah. right. means yeah. so John Paul II has a whole section mm-hmm. on his theology of the body mm-hmm. unpacking uh what the sometimes term sarks s a r x or flesh how do we understand this and it's it, the truth is uh, honestly this is a point of, of a bone of contention with a lot of Catholic and non-Catholic right. scriptural mm-hmm. commentators. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that John Paul points out is is when when John Paul II uh, or when uh, Saint Paul uses the word flesh, he's not saying the body is evil. Yes, yeah. he's referring to what we would call concupiscence mm-hmm. or the desire to uh, our fallen nature yeah. right mm-hmm. so uh, and that's very important because when people hear uh saint paul they think oh man he must think the body is horrible actually okay. he's saying the opposite. <laughs> the opposite yeah he's actually saying the opposite that the mm-hmm. the, the the body is beautiful and awesome and wonderful mm-hmm. but we have a fallen nature yeah and so um and so this this is a this is a huge point of contention with Martin Luther mm-hmm. and the the reformers, mm-hmm. and even today it still is very yeah. much. And yeah. so, like when we talk, we I think everybody would agree it's hard to deny that we mm-hmm. have that humanity has a fallen nature. I mean, just mm-hmm. read the news. On the other hand, we have to remember the body itself is beautiful and wonderful. Yeah, you know. Yeah. My mom used to say, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Just remember how beautiful and wonderful it is. And yeah. she would say it as a young lady growing mm-hmm. up, you know, mm-hmm. you're walking out the door, going out with your friends. And she would say, remember, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's and, right. <laughs> in fact, I was sitting down with a group of friends last night, actually talking and planning Linton, yeah. what we were going to do. and. We are going to do more of like a, you know, like a whole 30 kind of diet. Just, you know, something where you're just going back just to to the roots of food, you know, just animals, whatever comes from the ground, you know, except for a couple of things like Mm -hmm. grains you can't do. But anyways, but we were kind of talking about the benefits of that in that it's like it's a reset because like if we like things like Diet Coke and then we start talking about some of the facts about Diet Cokes or the Coke and how they put something in it so that you don't like, mm-hmm. you know, explode. <laughs> and mm-hmm. It just, you know, kind of a thing. It's, it's like it's how it's just that reset button and how that can, 
kind of heighten doing that reset button yeah can heighten our own taste buds and we can start to enjoy the flavors of food even better maybe after we do that detoxing from so much mm-hmm. sugar and how much sugar <laughs> is a, so as we yeah. like thought about this it's it's pretty extreme however we're so inundated with so many things that do affect our bodies in unhealthy mm-hmm. ways that to do something like that it, and it's just like maybe through the extent of Lent, you know, um, it, it will, it's, it'll be a mental battle, self-discipline, self-awareness, but then you're also helping your body. So, and then you can offer it up as intercessory prayer. So it can help you mm-hmm. in all the facets mm-hmm. of the human person yeah. just by giving something up, you know, mm-hmm. whether a type of food or something, it can help in all different facets. And, uh, we were, we were just talking about that and, and it's, Making yeah. sure the body is healthy too, and all manners always. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that that's right. I mean, and, and if, if for people who may not know, including Catholics, um, Lent itself runs. It typically runs. Uh, they would they would categorize Lent from Ash Wednesday to Holy Thursday, mm-hmm. and then getting into Holy Thursday, Good Friday. Holy Saturday, which is considered the Mother Liturgy, which mm-hmm. we're going to talk about in another podcast. Um, that is what's called the Sacred Triduum. Mm-hmm. But when Lent is typically from Ash Wednesday on. And when we put ashes um, on the foreheads yeah. of people, one of the reasons we put ashes on the foreheads of the people is, is, is specifically, you know, if you imagine you come to Mass and the priest reads the Gospel, we mark ourselves in the forehead, mm-hmm. our lips and our heart. And then also when we're confirmed, we receive, uh, we receive the sacred chrism there. And then when mm-hmm. we're baptized, we receive mm-hmm. also uh, the holy oil yes. there too as mm-hmm. well to guide our thoughts. And, and that's why we say, remember that you are dust, quoting uh, Genesis mm-hmm. chapter three. Remember that you're dust and unto dust you will return. So there's a really healthy sense yeah. of being aware of one's mortality. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, Lent is, it is awesome. I mean, it's, I it's it. a great time. It really is. I mean, I love the Christmas season, but I have to say, honestly, I, the Holy Week is, is, even though it's a lot of work for priests. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, we're, <laughs> I'm, we're fried, man, yeah. by the end of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, on, Holy, on um, the Monday after Easter, <laughs> I mean, please, I just want to like chill yeah. And mm-hmm. like, do nothing. Yeah. Eat Nutella <laughs> and go to my happy me. place. And and uh, usually on that day, like ten people will die, and they'll call. But you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> funeral. Yeah, yeah. So, um, hey, but listen. Let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about on the podcast. Um, we are praying for you. Don't forget forget to put soul in your food and give food to your soul. Thank you. <laughs>